Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? We are back after a long hiatus. A lot has happened. A lot of different things in the NFL. A lot of different things college basketball, NBA, you name it. But what we do is football, and we could not resist a mock draft episode. It is our, our third one now? I believe so. Our third one now, coming your way. Possible trades, possible big moves, big draft, big week. Hope is here. And that's all we can ask for. Burke. Oh, wow. Been a while. Justin, are you ready? I'm not ready, Zach. Wouldn't think so. Two picks in the top ten. Anyways, Burke, let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. Mm -hmm. Check them out, facevalueclothing.com. The weather has turned. Spring is here officially. It's time to break out the I mean the t-shirts, put the sweatshirts away. Maybe if it's a late night, you can still pull out the t-shirt, but I mean the sweatshirt, I can't talk. But the t-shirt season is here. Make sure you check out Face Value for the newest drops of t-shirts that should be coming soon. Should be coming soon. Uh, soon. I believe the 10th of June. Mm-hmm. We got to confirm that date is going to be uh, their biggest pop-up shop they've ever done. There's yep. going to be a DJ, mm-hmm. uh, probably some food, all the different clothing options they have. We're going to confirm that date, get you the address, and get you ready for that. But we appreciate them. Yes, we do. Yeah, make sure you check them out again, facevalueclothing.com. Like Zach said, the mock draft is mm, here. Wow. We've done wow. We've done the – this is now our third episode, but people forget we didn't do an uh, episode in 2020, but we did do a mock draft because there was nothing else going on. We literally FaceTimed in, with Mitch and did a right. three-person mock draft. Um, it's always exciting. It's always a crapshoot. I'm especially nervous because you know I've had some high picks recently, but this year I have two. So – um, I know I, at first I started, you know, we're, you know, we can't really mess up. Now I'm nervous as I dive, dove into these players more, but it's always good to feel something because like Zach said, hope is the thing I'm feeling most. And yeah. Yeah. It's hope. And you know, this draft is a weird one. We can kind of get into it uh, before we make our picks. Uh, the Colts aren't in the first round once again. So it's been hard. Usually I can really dive into tape on guys still because it's fun. I enjoy doing it. I can dive into like the mocks and all that. And until really like Sunday um, of this past week, I couldn't get into it because not only do we not have the first round pick, but just the lack of quarterback skill, the lack mm-hmm. of pop and excitement in the first round um, has probably been more prevalent this year than God, I can't even remember the last time a draft has been so kind of, not that it's boring, but just when you don't have the quarterbacks and the high profile guys that like you you kind of wait for and you love watching in college and there's some of them here but it's not the same it's hard to get into um but sunday hit i got really excited and you know there's a ton of talent in this draft obviously there's three times more players in this draft um got this from mike lisak than any other draft because of covid the rosters and everything so there's a ton of players out there um there's just not like that one guy yeah so 
it's it's an interesting draft with a ton of depth, but none of that like really just quarterbacks. It's just not there. Yeah, I, I and I have I'm like you where I dive into the draft really more than any other sporting event because yeah. the NFL draft for me even as a child has always been like the thing I always spend the most time researching and studying about. Um, even compared to even March Madness, but March Madness is obviously different because you only have like right. two days. Uh, and I, I've been the same way. It's been hard to get into it, not only because of the quarterbacks, but like you said, there's no top end talent where you're like, this player is going to be a game changer. We know where they're going. We don't know who's going one. If you, we don't know who's going one. And also, if you look at mock drafts from last week to today, they look completely different. Everybody's changing. There's rumors coming out. Everyone has their own picks because I mean, basically the top five you know, players for every position, you can almost rearrange in any order and there's an argument for it. So it just makes it a very interesting draft because people's pick range, it can go from top five to, you know, them falling out of the top 20. No one knows. It just depends on what teams pick in, who, where they have on the big board. And, and if a guy can just slip because, uh, you know, the Somebody might have them at two in the next, but their number one guy's there, and then the next team, they don't need that position. And before you know it, they're out of the top 10. Yep. You never know. Uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting draft and a very hard draft to predict. And it makes it hard for us because, you know, I, I we're both doing this as a what we think is going to happen based off of what we need, not like a. Not what we want. Not what we want. We're doing it of what we what of we what we're hearing, gonna, yeah, or what we're hearing. We have absolutely no connections. Yeah, yeah we're, we're just reading stuff and, and going into it. So it's hard because we want to be right. Like that's and, it, and it's hard when you're like making this and you're like trying to dive into stuff. And I'm I'm writing notes because you know when we get into those those twenty picks where you're like, I mean, there's five names I could put here. It's just it's insane how how different these drafts can be. And I'm gonna be taking the odds picks. Zach's going to be taking the evens. We have we have not talked about this at all. We have all. absolutely no idea what each other are thinking, what each other are doing, what each other are planning. So there's going to be a lot of having to make quick decisions on the fly. We're probably going to forget about a player. It, it's going to be nuts, but it's the mock draft, and everybody loves these if you're a football fan, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, like Justin said, he's going to start with the odds. He's got the number one pick. That obviously gives him the Giants at 5-7, and seven, which was worked out well to be able to do this. Pretty much the only reason we did it that way. Um, the only reason we did it this way. Yeah. Um, but like Justin said, we're probably going to forget a guy. Sorry, we probably won't forget any like the top 15, so relax. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, the end of this first round gets kind of kind of muddy. It's just a lot of linemen and you know some guys that you're taking chances on. and um, There's just a ton of receivers, so we'll see what happens here. Um, I mean, I'm 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 ready. Are are you ready? I think I'm ready, Zach. I'm kind of nervous to start this thing. Um, if you hear, we've never done trades before. Um, it's really hard to predict trades. It's stupid to predict trades. Usually, but it's I'm, fun. I'm usually I'm anti trade in a mock draft because I just want to see who are we taking at this pick. Um, but with the quarterback flux, with everything that's going on, I figured this could be a year where we at least try it. Um, that doesn't mean Justin is going to accept one. That doesn't mean I'm going to accept one that he's yeah calling me on, but. Um, if it's an even for an even, you know, I think you should talk it out and be yep. like, if the other person's like, that makes sense, yep. then you you have, you know, get not permission necessarily, but get acceptance for it. Yep. And we'll uh, make sure we talk it through with you guys. Yeah. If we're doing evens versus odds, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to make a case for it. But if you hear this, that means that person's team, that GM is being called. Yep. And they need to answer the call and yep. see, and just see who's on the other line. Yep. So, uh, with that being said... Justin, you have the number one pick. The floor is yours. And we'll, we'll, we'll go into each guy as much as we can, like we said. Not yeah. a ton of film breakdown. Everything that you've probably already seen and heard. 
but we'll just kind of give you anything else we can. So, Justin. Yeah. Um, you know, Zach, it's the number one overall pick. Usually by this point, there's at least some sort of like, oh, this is probably who the guy is going to be. And we kind of see that this year, but still I'm seeing mocks that don't make a ton of sense um, with with guys. And I'm going to go with what I've been seeing, I guess, the most recently, and that's Trayvon Walker out of Georgia will be going to the Jacksonville wow. Jaguars. Yeah. Um, Trayvon Walker kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, I did not know who he was. It's, yeah, there's, you know, you're here Georgia defensive end, and I think like the New York Giants are probably going to want him badly. Um, he doesn't have a ton of sack production, really, which I think is kind of why he didn't pop off early on teams' boards, but he's just an athletic freak. Yep. He's an athletic freak with a really, really high ceiling. And if, you know, you, I, you I bet think, on traits. Yeah. In the draft. And the defensive end, the edge rusher position is probably the best position in this draft. We're going to see a run on them early. Um, and I think Trayvon Walker with Thibodeau's like issues of does he love football, his production issues. Um, Trayvon Walker just has a guy that's been skyrocketed versus an Aiden Hutchinson where um, he's not as athletic. He's had the production, um, but his ceiling might not be as high as Trayvon Walker's. And when it comes to the first overall pick, you're going to take the shot sometimes at getting the next superstar in the NFL. So I'm going to go with Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Yep. Nice pick. Um, Thank you. If you're, if you're wondering like why him over Aiden, a couple things we've seen on Twitter is one that he's like Alden Smith who tra- Trent Balky, the GM for the Jaguars, really fell in love with years ago when he took him in San Francisco. And the other one is not is the he and Jim Harbaugh have a horrible relationship. Horrible. Yep. Hate each other. And people are like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. No way they wouldn't take Aiden just because of a bad relationship with Harbaugh. That's so stupid. Uh, it's the Jaguars. So I completely believe it. It's the same GM that's been there. He's an absolute clown. So... I do think that's a factor, but like you said, Trayvon has the upside, and that's what you that's what you bet on. Yep. So, number one pick. All right, number two pick. This, I mean, Detroit's going to Dan Campbell himself might sprint up to the podium yeah. to make this. This is this is a Detroit line through and through. It's yeah. Um, Aiden Hutchinson is going to go mm-hmm. number two with the number two overall pick to the Detroit Lions. There are like a hundred different reasons why this is the most perfect fit. Yeah, the Michigan, you know, connection. Dan Campbell, psycho. Aiden, psycho. Culture fit. They need an edge rusher. The offensive weapons are kind of... I joke with Owen and Mike a ton about the NFC North and the Lions. Offensive weapons are kind of there in Detroit. You've got Swift. You've got Hawkinson. You've got DJ Chark now. Amon St. Brown. Like, you kind of have weapons in Detroit. They they have names. They have names. Legit names. Obviously, Goff's their quarterback. But with the way the defense flies around and plays for this team, they hung in there with so many uh, opponents... Getting a guy like this, Aiden, the skill, the culture fit, everything about it, it's it's a match made in heaven. So Aiden Hutchinson, number two. Yeah, I think Aiden Hutchinson, I mean, it's the right pick for the Lions. I think he, if the Lions are drafting number one overall, they'd pick Aiden Hutchinson. Like yes. you said, the culture, yes. Michigan. They're and praying Trayvon goes one. Yeah. Um, and I, I think if, if Aiden goes one, I think it might shake up who we see at two. I agree. I don't know if we'll see Trayvon fall at two, so that's going to be interesting to see it. But... I, I really feel confident in the first two picks of this draft so far. Yep. The third pick. This is where the draft this starts. This is where the draft said. starts. Yep. And I, I have no idea I'm going to make this here. pick. And you don't, you've been making it sound like I, everything I'm going to do is based off of three. It I is. felt pretty confident in my third pick. And I mean, the Texans can go any direction you want. If you literally look at like team draft needs, 
Like the Texans are literally everything. Yep. Like they yep. they could they yep. even need a ball boy. Yep. Those boy those boys need anything. They have two top fifteen picks. Red Lightning um, from Auburn. Yeah, Red Lightning. I mean that'd be a great one. That guy was I so mean, good. The, the highlights are going to be getting on there. I think <laughs> the red really just matches the uniforms yep. too. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with with Icky. Okay. Offensive tackle out of North Carolina State, and and here's why. You know they they could use. They could use help on the defensive side of the ball, whether it's Sauce or whether it's it's Thibodeau, um, and we see three defensive ends in the first three picks. But I really think for them, where they're at, you're you're giving Davis Mills a shot. Give him give him a line. Icky is the best run blocker when it comes to offensive tackle, and like I think this coaching staff is going to really emphasize the run game. Um, we've seen them with like I mean the running backs that they bring in in last year. Uh, you want to give a kid like Davis Mills some support. Uh, and so I think that's who they're going to go with. I think, do I think Icky's the best tackle in this draft? It's a, it's an argument. I think he's, it's 1A versus 1B. He might be 1B for me personally, but I think when it comes to fit, he's a better fit for the Texans. Uh, he can learn under Laramie Tunsil. When Laramie Tunsil's gone, you can put him in left tackle. He can be in, he can be at left guard and then kick out to left tackle, or you can put out right tackle and then move him to left tackle later on. But I think if you're trying to build this offensive line and, and give Davis Mill support, this is the pick you want. So I'm going to go Icky at three. Yeah, I, I think that's a great pick. Um, like you just said, you can replace Tunsil, can play over the line. Levy Smith has said he wants to run the ball. They, I've seen some some Stingley. I've seen some Sauce. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen there, but I think. The most, not even conservative. The the right pick is is Icky there. So, I'm glad did you did. did you think I was going to do something? That I was when you said no, I, I don't I, know what you're going to do. I, was I said I, I said I thought you were going to do Icky or Sauce. Okay. I I was I was nervous that you weren't going to take Icky because that Good helps me. But that did switch my me a little bit. But okay, it helps with uh, what what I'm going to do. God, you're going to do it, aren't you? I'm going to I'm going to hate you. What? Nothing. Well, continue. Gonna, you, continue. You have no idea what's coming. Continue. You have literally no idea what's okay. coming. Okay. Okay. Um. So the four with Jets, I was pretty stuck on Kayvon Thibodeau being the pick here for about a week. With the way the board kind of goes now, and with Thibodeau, I think Thibodeau's great. I don't, you know, I know there's some issues if he loves football. I think Robert Saleh and different coaches like that can bring that out of guys. So I'm not worried about that. However, with the Jets having the 10th pick as well to be able to get a weapon, I don't think they're going to let this guy go past four. I'm going Gardner. I'm going God, Sauce here. I knew, dude. And you. That's not what this draft is about. I'm not no, trying to screw you over. No, I'm not trying to screw you over. And I know. Just I know. remember that. Remember what I'm saying I there. Because there's some foreshadowing there. Um, God damn it. Look, I, I don't think there. If if I think Sauce could go three, Sauce could go. I have put in a little wager. We'll talk about wagers later. But I do have Sauce going at seven too. Because I think that's the last place he'll go. Yeah, I think. To I New think York, if he doesn't he's not go, falling past I seven. I think if he goes four, he, if he doesn't go four, I think he's going seven. The Jets do not have a corner. They have some pass rush. They don't absolutely need it. They can get a weapon at ten or a pass rusher at ten. There's no way Robert Sally in this defense is going to let Sauce go past four. I, it's a perfect fit. The guy is as rock solid of a prospect as we have seen. Um, I mean, I don't want to say since Jalen Ramsey. But it, it would just be one of those such a clean prospect that if he failed, something really horribly went wrong. And God forbid it was injuries or something. But Sauce is going to be an, an awesome corner. Yeah. The length, no one goes at him. And when you do, he makes plays. So he's a Jet at number four. I hate you. 
Yeah, no, it's a good pick. I, I, I'm in love with Sauce Gardner. Um, he's the prospect I love most in this draft. Why? I mean, I'm, people forget I, I played. Uh, I started on the A team in seventh grade at cornerback. It's just kind of my, my blood to really like those kind of guys. Um, they call me Buckman Island. People don't talk about that enough. Um, so, you know, I love Sauce. I love the name Sauce, but I love, like, everything about him. Like, when I first, when you first heard his Yeah, you really dug, dug deep on him. When you first hear his name is Sauce, like, this guy's going to be cocky. He's going to be, like, all about everything but football. He's literally a football guy through and through. Always 100% effort. Always yeah. finishing plays. Yeah. Always, I mean, I mean everything that I love. And, and like, he... It's one thing to, like, shut down inside of the field where they're not throwing it. Like, people still try to throw at him, and he just made every play press man coverage he, he's just if you are a true dog at cornerback i want you to be able to play press man coverage and lock somebody up and the moment they get off the line of scrimmage and he can do that and i love him so anywho and that effort i mean that's a robert sally player it is it is but i uh i, I think he, they it, could go thibodeau no i think it's one of those two the question is is like do they think you know which one do they need more of because they could use they could use either a corner or an end. But you know what? That's why they're at 10 as well. And they're at, yeah. I think, uh, God, I think they're at 35 and 38. They're loaded in this draft. Yeah, it's going to so. be interesting to see. I mean, you have 10 as well. But for me, it's going to be interesting to see. I think that they will go defense first um, overall. And it's just, you know, after Thibodeau, the the defensive end, you know, rankings for me personally, that drops off a bit. And after Stingley, who's your, you know, your second best corner, that drops as well. And Stingley, I don't think would fall to 10. So um, that just makes, that makes you want to get one of those guys at four and switch everyone that they prefer. But yep. anywho, now we're moving on. We're still in New York. All right, here we go. New York, right? New York, New York Giants. Can't wait for this moment. New York five. I mean, New York should be, pick should five. Be, you should be happy. Now, look, I am, I am, uh, with this pick, I'm going to be taking Evan Neal, tackle out of Alabama. That's a great pick, man. Uh, there's a lot of things here. First of all, we need a right tackle. Andrew Thomas is our left tackle. I don't need a left tackle. I need a right tackle. It and matters. what really solidified this for me is when you said to me, you're like, yeah, I was listening to people and they said that switching from left tackle to right tackle is like learning how to use your opposite hand like your left hand instead of your right hand. And I've tried that before and I'm really, really bad at it. So I can only imagine what it's like to do it at a professional level. Yep. Um, Evan Evan Neal played right tackle and he played at Alabama played and he was really damn good at it. And I want him. I think that for me, he's a better fit than Icky. Um, and then also I have this to say, because now that I'm talking about tackle for the Giants, yep. I don't want Charlie Cross. I'm, I, I've said for months, especially with five and seven and all of our needs everywhere, like it'd be really, really hard for the Giants to mess this up. If we pick Charlie Cross, I think we messed it up. And there's a couple of things. I forgot my notepad. I had a notepad that while I was watching things at work today, listening to things at work today. Nope, it's fine. I, I remembered it. But I was writing down some notes. And one of the things I liked about Evan Neal was I think he's the most pro-ready. I think Icky has more potential, but he's pro-ready, and I kind of need that right now with our right tackle position and Nate Solder being a bum. Um, and then also Charlie Cross, I just don't like. like Charlie Cross, the thing that stuck out to me the most is – and the guy who I was listening to, Bobby Skinner, former offensive lineman, uh, he, he does really, really good in-depth offensive lineman like film. And he said that Charlie Cross doesn't bring the punch. Like, Icky, like, punches guys. Evan Neal punches guys. You feel it. Cross waits for people to come to him, and it's a lot harder to teach somebody to punch and go after a guy than to harness that in. I don't want that for my... I don't, I don't want that for my line. I want people who are going to get after it. And then also, I saw this today, um, which I thought was really interesting, is people say Charles Cross is 
um, the most pro-ready pass blocker out there. Um, this is from Monte Crisco. The S is a, a five on Twitter. One said about Charlie Cross I don't think is brought up enough is he was flagged seven times in 12 games with holding penalties. In comparison, Icky was flagged 10 times over the entirety of his three-year career. And that is a lot of playing beyond the whistle not holding. So that's, they're saying Icky is playing to the end of the whistle and he's not getting held. And then uh, Neil, so if you want to talk about passing game uh, specifically, because, you know, they're like, oh, well, Charlie Cross is only pass specific, so let's see where these holdings come from. Icky had uh, 1,100 passing reps in his career, I think, versus Cross 719 this year. Neil has over 1,400, almost 1,500 over his career, and Neil only has six total penalties. So... Basically, Charlie Cross gets a lot of penalties. Evan Neal doesn't, and I don't like penalties from my offensive line. So that's another reason why I'm going to like Neal here. And sorry for my in-depth tackle talk that people don't care about, but when you pick number five and this is where you're taking, you do a lot of in-depth. It's a great pick. I got nothing else to say. It's the right pick. It's a great pick. Thank you. You don't get excited about Lyman, but you can get excited about him. Thank you. All right. Uh, I'm with the Carolina Panthers at number six. Yep. This is where things get really interesting because I... I think the Carolina Panthers are in the worst spot in the draft. It's disgusting. Um, Rizzo just hit another home run. Sorry. Hello. Oh, is this for me? Is this an odd? You want you want, you're calling to trade back right now? Hey, hey, Howie Roseman. Oh God, I hate being Howie. Hey, I'm um, an idiot. How's it going? There's hey. been rumors that you guys want to move up. Okay. There's been rumors that we, we want to move back. I just sent you a text if you want to look at the your text real quick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you see it? Yeah. So those are our draft picks this year. We're the Carolina Panthers on the phone here. Yeah. I've got pick number six here in round one. Okay. I don't have a day two pick. I don't pick again until 137. I'm trying to get some picks back. Yeah. You guys are obviously loaded with them. Um, and I know you guys really want Stingley. You guys want to move up for a corner. And side note, I know this really hurts right now for the Giants, but this is a real possibility. Um, <laughs> I, it's it's I hate that you're doing this. You're making me be the Eagles too. I know, I know. I didn't want to, it makes it awkward because you have to. But so hear me out. Um, you guys have 15 and 18. You also have 51, 81, 101, and 124. So you have that's one, two, three, four, five. You have six picks in the top 125. Mm-hmm. Uh we want to move back to 15, and we're going to offer you 51 and 83. So we're going to give you two day two picks now. And then we're also going to give you a third rounder next year. So we're going to give you... Yeah, yeah I guess it makes sense. Okay, so now let's just talk about what just happened. Yeah. The Eagles want to move up. Yeah. Carolina wants to move back. Carolina's in the worst spot in the draft. They need a quarterback, but... Look, Malik Willis, everyone said, isn't ready. The only ready guy technically is Kenny Pickett. And this staff, if they start Kenny Pickett this year, they're going to be fired. And they also don't want to at pick six. him at six. They get him at six. You don't want to pick him at six. 15 sounds a lot better to take a guy like that or any of these guys. Yeah. The Eagles do not have to take Stingley. I mean, but if – so the thing is with the Eagles is they either need a linebacker – Which they're not, they don't take. They or, don't take. Or a receiver. If they're not taking a corner. Right. And uh, unless they take Thibodeau, 
which right. they could. I mean, the, the the only other thing that makes sense is, I mean, there's you don't take a receiver at six. There's going to be a run on receivers, but it's not going to happen at starting at six. Um, so I, if they're going to move up, Stingley's the only person that they move up for. Right. Here's the thing. We don't have to do this one. I just wanted it out there. I just wanted it out there because I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There's no other team because they're not trading with the Giants. There's no other team that they're going to move up for and there's no other team that wants to move back. I just don't know the prospect and I don't want to screw everyone with Stingley. I just wanted to get your reaction. That was part of it. I That was like 4% of it. 96% <laughs> of it was it made sense. I mean, it does make sense. Um, so we don't have to do this one because I have better ones and it's a lot of movement in the draft already. Yeah. Because I do have a pick at six and we can roll with it and... I just wanted that out there because I think it could happen. I, I think, want, I I think wanted... it could happen too, and I'd kill myself if it did. Um, I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast, but you know, we, I did say it. Um, my question is, I, I agree. I think you have a lot more of the trade offers than I have ready because I think sure. you have you, the even. I have, have guys that need to come up. trade up, and yeah. I, I don't. So if you think that this is one of the most ones that you're wanting to do, because I don't want to have seven trades, nope. then let's let's do it. If, if you don't think so, then let's not. I've got like three I'm really passionate about. Or three I like. Two I'm really passionate about. This was the third one. So we don't have to do it. Okay. Um, I'm curious who are you going to take at six. Because I have a name that I literally have written in Panthers. Because was the For one the one Panthers? Name. Yeah. It was the only thing that made sense to me. And they're taking Charles Cross. Okay. I just want to make sure that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, let's just do that. Let's just do uh, Cross at six. Okay. It's. I mean, yeah, it's up to you. I, I mean, it does make sense. It's I up just, to you. Because you're the one that... I at well, I guess I made the trade for you. That's why I didn't like it as much yeah. doing this. I just, I mean, it makes sense. I was thinking about six as well. I, I just, uh, don't you think you, this could happen though? It, it 100 could. I just didn't even think about the Eagles because I just don't like them. Yeah, I really hate them actually. The I, Panthers don't have a day two pick. That's bad, and they need a lot. Yeah, I mean that's the thing that sucks about the Panthers. Is they, I mean, uh, the thing is, the only reason the Panthers would stay is specifically for Charles Cross because after that, the tackle. Kenny Pickett at fifteen off. sounds a lot better than Kenny Pickett yeah. at six. It, it just depends on would they rather do they want to draft a quarterback enough this draft that would make them trade back, or do they want to tackle? Because if they want the tackle, that this is the the last time you can get Charles I, Cross. I think their best option is take Charles Cross at six, and if you don't get these trade with Philly that we're making up, and then you you try to get Jimmy G. Um, and then you have the offensive line for him. Yeah. And you have a good enough team that can, you know, compete better than Sam Darnold. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we do okay. that. And it's, I, 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 I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry, listeners. It's really hard for me to do that because I despise the, the Philadelphia franchise. I despise them. We don't have to do it. I have another one that's, that we can move around. Okay. If you like it. No, but, it's, I mean, it's, it is more up to you because you are the sixth pick. So if you, you have more of a say in what you want to do here. So. I, the only problem is I just don't know how much the Eagles love Stingley enough. Like I, I know, know I know about one that I can be confident. Like they want to move up for this guy. Like I know they could do this. Yeah. I I I just don't know because they could move up for a receiver. So I'm not confident yeah. enough to make it because of that. Okay. Well, I just wanted it out there because it, I, I want it on audio. Yeah, you want. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. How are you feeling if this happens? I would. I mean, I already expressed my. Okay, because uh, let's do this. I don't need to say it. I don't I, need to say it again. We're not going to do the trade. Okay, I'm gonna give it. We're not going to do the trade. Okay, I'm taking Charles Cross at six. Right. Who are you taking at seven? <laughs> See, this is where now I feel like the bad guy. Now I feel like because it is. It's him. Because now I'm taking Derek. Stone. I know that's and Philly knows this. But and I it, I do say that they know this. But I will say, um, 
Thibodeau still being on the board, I think, is a very viable option here. Uh, I think a lot of it is, is do the Giants, does Shane, and I'm not going to name all seven guys who could potentially play cornerback too because we don't need to sit here and go through this. Do we trust our edge rushers right now or our uh, cornerbacks right now? Which room do we trust more? Because right now, I have if if it was Sauce on the board still, I would one hundred percent. I would one hundred percent take Sauce. Oh, and the but Eagles are Sauce, a thousand percent moving up for Sauce. If that's the case, if you did, if you did, um, some if you did Stingley at three, I was gonna make. The trade. I would no matter what, no matter what. Um, sorry that we're talking weird now. Yeah. No matter what, Neil was the pick at five. I think the Giants are going to take a yeah. a tackle at five, no matter what. Right. I think the Charles Cross rumors about that is saying, what if Evan Neal goes three and Icky goes four, something weird like that. I, I think seven, the Giants are have, have three options here. They're either going to have one of the top two corners, one of the top three defensive ends, or they're going to move back. The question is, what do they want to do most, most here? Because... Do we do we really want a quarterback? To, I mean, a cornerback because we're going to trade James Bradbury. There's he's not going to be on the team. Do we trust one of our guys enough to take that cornerback two role and have a Dory Jackson be your cornerback one? Yes or no? If not, we're taking Stingley. For our edge rushers, it's the same thing. We need we need edge rushers. Do we think that Thibodeau is worth it more than a cornerback or or trade back? And what rumors do we get? Where could we possibly trade back? I mean, we could see the Vikings move up. We could see the. the the, I mean, we're not going to trade the commander, so that's not going to happen. We yeah, could see um, the Texans move up. I mean, you could see the Saints move the up Saints for, would, for. I think the Saints would be the only. You could you could see the Steelers move up. You know, there's a lot of teams that can move up for seven. It's one of those questions: is is somebody giving us enough? But I think how the board's falling right now, I think you take Stingley because I think the Giants need more cornerback help on the defensive end than any other position, and I think Stingley's the pick. But I feel bad because I mean, obviously, we know that the trade I just said no to, kind of so. Because specifically me wanting Stingley. I know. That's, that's, I, as it was unfolding, as I was thinking about it today, typing it out, I was texting Mitch about it. I'm like, dude, like, this not only makes sense, but like, I just don't even know what he's going to say because he's going to realize why he's on the phone and who he is. Yeah. And he's going to realize what he wants at the next pick. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to freak out. I, I mean, you I, handled it well. You got really quiet. I did. And I probably said something I shouldn't have said. Um, it's not, it's not fun to make those jokes. It's not. It's not. Um, but okay. also, it kind of it kind of kills me because you want to know what I was really excited to say when I because I have the odds pick fifteen. I would be like, "There's no Avedro on the on the board because we like quarterbacks who can't throw the football." Oh, blah blah blah. Would have been fun. Now it's now I can't make fun of that anymore. Nope. I can't do that. I'm joke. sorry for taking that from you. No, it's fine. That was the joke um, I was most excited for. To get with you real quick on the Giants, if Thibodeau and Stingley are both on the board here, I don't think it's close. I don't. Yeah, Thibodeau's great. Stingley was the number one prospect. He was the number one kid coming out of high school. Um, he was the best corner in the country when they won the national championship, and he was like 17 years old. And he got hurt last year, tried playing through it. The tape was awfully kind of gave up. It's true. But I, look, you, you bet on this kid. Um, so if, if they end up with Neil and Stingley, they're going to end up with two awesome players. I, I know for you, you don't want Cross, but they're going to end up with two awesome players, and Stingley and Neil is, is an awesome home run. So you, you guys get him. Okay. 100%. I would take it every day. Now we go to eight with the Atlanta Falcons. This is where thanks you really interesting gosh i this board is already falling apart this is i mean the falcons are the same as the texans their needs are everywhere i think the falcons are in a position where arthur smith's job is safe no matter what happens this year and their gm's job is safe no matter what happens this year i don't think they take the quarterback here i think they wait for next year i I, i'm just gonna go with everything i've seen every single time i'm gonna pick garrett wilson yeah i don't really have an explanation for it it's all i've seen i'm not gonna act smarter right now 
and I won't feel dumb if it's wrong. I mean, yeah. you can see Jamison Williams or Drake London if they like them more. I just Everything I've seen is Garrett Wilson as number one receiver, and everything I've seen is Garrett number eight to the Falcons. So I'm not going to change it right now. No, I think it's the right pick. I think the Falcons are a spot. And where they, they need a receiver really badly. They could trade back depending on – I mean, I think it's another team that could trade back depending on how the board's falling. Um, I think it's too early for them to pick a quarterback. Uh, I think it's too early to draft to pick a quarterback, and I think it's specifically too early for them to pick one. Then what else do they need? They need interior line on both sides, right? Yeah, just and, it, uh, I mean, I, it's not going to happen. They have to get a receiver. There's no one that talented enough to go top 10 in either of those positions, so you have to go receiver at that point. Unless somebody like somehow Stingley or Sauce drops to eight, I think that they could take them possibly over yep. Garrett Wilson, but I, I've seen the same thing everywhere too. Okay. So. So, wow. Okay. So now we're to the Seahawks at nine. Oh, God. I don't even know what I was doing here, notes-wise. Oh, it makes sense. It makes sense perfectly. I, I didn't even I... expect this person to be here. Yeah. I was going to say, I have in my notes, I was like, Charles Cross or Stingley. If not Charles Cross, neither of them are there. It's Thibodeau. Those are the three guys that they're going to take. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I, I, This is another, like the Falcons. They could, they could go Malik Willis. They could go Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Don't think so, don't think so. Mm. Like, I no, I, I'm with I, you. I think I think that's the perfect perfect fit. Yeah, yeah he's, does, he's going top ten. He's not falling out of that. So, okay, I love that. I love that. This is really aligning well. Okay, mm. this is really difficult now. <laughs> this is where the, this is where the draft really hits the fan. If you didn't take Thibodeau there, the Jets are in a really tough spot. I think the Jets go Thibodeau at 10 if he falls there. Oh, and they use 35 and 38, come back up, and they get a receiver. 100%. They're in a great spot. 100%. Right? Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, they, they could trade up to, like, 27 or so now I'm 23 in a spot. to grab a guy. Now I'm in basically a Jameson versus Drake London battle. Yeah. I think I know who I would take out of those. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to go with what I've seen a little more. I'm gonna go with Drake London. Yeah, I think I think that's. I, I don't think, think the Jets right. have as much time to mess around. The Jets, not that you know, the Jets have Barrios and Elijah Morris. They have their speedsters. They don't need Jamison, but they don't have the big body all around do it all guy. Not that Jamison isn't that. It's just I'm just gonna go Drake London here. I think he's the cleanest prospect of the two right now, and they need a big body guy that's gonna compete right away with Zach Wilson. He needs help immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna. It's kind of like the Garrett Wilson thing. I'm not gonna shake it, Jamison. Easily could go here. He could easily go eight. He could go four, Jameson. Yeah. I'm just going to go with Drake London here. No, I, I completely agree. I, I had this being a wide receiver. Literally was, I, I mean, it's going to be a receiver. Um, Like you said, unless Thibodeau falls. And for me, it was the exact same thing you said. I hate when people are like, oh, they need the big body because like they all, they have to. Yeah, look at the Chiefs, okay? They didn't yeah. have any big receivers. It's like, not about the body type. It's right not now. about the, it's, it's, it's about all. the best weapon. Yeah. But it, you know, Jameson Williams isn't, might not be ready. We don't know. To get a guy like Drake London, we're in, okay, now at least we have a red, a guy who we can just throw it up into in the red zone. It makes sense. Um, I, I like that pick. And now I'm moving to 11, and this is where... Mm, this is this is another very tough pick. Okay, no. Hello. Hello. Hello? This is... It. Hello? I'm assuming Washington does not use his phone yet, so I'm going to try it again. Hello? Yeah. Hey. Wait, I was saying hello, right? Yeah, I just, I don't have a lot of faith in Washington's abilities. To oh, so, okay. I thought, okay, I thought we were making fun of me. No, we're nope, making I'm making fun of Washington. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Um, 
Let me get your name. Martin Mayhew, first year GM. Yeah. Jeff Carson, good. what's up, buddy? Feels good. How's good. the draft? New team name. New team name. Okay, what Dan's little you guys good? Look, you know, he should be gone. He should be gone, but, uh, you know, my Giants buddies always say they're glad he owns the franchise because we're just going to be a dumpster franchise. <laughs> it's bold. Yep. Okay, hopefully that doesn't get in the papers. Um, Martin, you guys need some more picks. You gave up some – you had a horrible trade with the Colts. Yeah, we did. You need a couple more picks. Not much here. You guys kind of have talent around. Mm-hmm. Look, we want – oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even say who I was. How rude no. of me. Uh, this is Kevin Colbert with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Yep. 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 We want to move up to eleven. Yeah. We want you guys to go back to twenty. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm willing to offer. Okay. Um. Obviously, we'll spot picks. You guys get twenty. We'll get, We'll give you a second rounder this year. You already have pick forty seven. So now you'll have twenty, forty seven, and fifty two. Basically, giving you three picks in the top fifty. Mm-hmm. And then I'll even throw you a third rounder next year, and you guys give us a fifth. Okay. I don't. Yep. Okay. Yep. So what just happened? I think quarterback's not going past 12, I don't think. I think Pittsburgh's going to get a little itchy. Um, I think they're going to get a little scared that one of these guys might get taken by the Saints. I think I think Tomlin wants Malik Willis. Yeah. It's not just the eyes from the pro day, which we're <laughs> telling, but I just think Malik can sit for a year behind Mitch. Kenny Pickett, you kind of have to play Kenny. Unless you like really like a situation where you can sit, Malik, you know he has to sit. I think Pittsburgh is such a great fit for him. I think Pittsburgh is the capital move up. And I think Washington, as you were about to say, you didn't know who the hell would pick there. So let's move back to 20 where the board kind of comes into our hands more yep. and you get someone better. I think this is a very – I almost I originally had Houston to make this trade with you. Houston has so many freaking picks. I, I didn't need to do it with them. They don't need no, to move back. They don't need to move Washington's back. in a position where they can and they kind of need to. Yeah, so this and I, I think the thing with this was – You seem relieved to get the call. No, because, well, I have – so I wrote down on my sheet – I have a line that literally – I have, like, a column on my Excel document, and it says, like, potential trade back or potential trade up. And I have next to the commander's potential trade back and next to the Steelers trade up. And right when you right when you said you put up the thing, I knew exactly what it was. Here's the thing with the Washington commanders. They need a wide receiver or, or, or they're going to take Kyle Hamilton. It just depends. And I think for them, they don't necessarily need Kyle Hamilton. It's just, all right, let's pull out the defense for Ron Ron Rivera. Kyle Hamilton, honestly, is a top 10 player in this draft. It's just not a good year for him, uh, like for team needs and and just safety. is just not a position that usually goes high. Uh, Or wide receiver, and the the guy they'd probably take is Jamison Williams. But, you know, know, you're going to have a receiver at 20 that you can take that's probably a top five guy. So let's let's make this trade and get the picks back. So it makes perfect sense. I I thought it – I liked it a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I – so I'll take 20 then, I guess. You're going to draft 20. Okay. So we're going to have kind of three picks in a row here by ourselves. Yeah. Yep, yep. So now you have... That's fun. That's a good trade. That is a good trade. Now you have the Vikings at 12. Well, I, um, yeah, real quick. Unless you're going to get too shot. With the 11th pick, I'm going to take Malik Willis. Okay. He's going to be my first quarterback off the board. Yep. The most upside guy. He can sit for a year behind Mitch. He can sit for two years behind Mitch. And he'll be ready. He's young. He's, he fits Pittsburgh. He's tough. Every, fits Pittsburgh. How many times have we heard Rasillo say when this guy walks into a room, he lights up every guy. He's going to impress yeah. every GM. You know him and Tomlin hit it off. I think it's perfect. And I think Malik Willis is like odds on favorite to be the first quarterback drafted. Yeah. So I think that they Vegas knows something with that. So Yep. So that's my first quarterback off the board. Now I'm going to number 12. This one might surprise you a little bit. I don't know. I've looked at a lot. Okay. For the longest time... I was I was Kyle Hamilton. I was like, you put him and Hitman back there, the versatility they're gonna have. Kyle Hamilton's falling to twelve. Holy crap! Yeah, but I'm going Jameson Williams. 
Wow. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Thielen's getting a little older. You can't keep paying him. Yeah. You know Jefferson's going to have to get paid soon. You can let Jamison sit while you still have Thielen and Jefferson. Then Jamison's going to come in halfway through the season as a third option. And then over the next year, you can deal with Thielen and kind of move him, transition him out. And then your top two receivers are going to be Justin Jefferson and Jamison Williams. They could go defensive end here. Jermaine Johnson's on the board. Yeah. They could go Kyle Hamilton. I, I They still kept Daniel Hunter, and they signed uh, Zadarius Smith, so I don't think defensive end's as big of a need. And I just think Jamison's in a perfect spot where he gets to sit and get healthy while Justin Jefferson and Thielen come here, and then you can transition right into those two being your t- two receivers for the next five years. Yep. And it's phenomenal. So I'm not letting Jamison Williams go farther. I'm picking him right here. Okay. Um, I think that pretty much solidifies who – the Texans are going to take that. I think they have to take Kyle Hamilton. The guy, Houston's having a draft. I know. If you said that they're getting a king, because we thought we thought Kyle Hamilton was a third pick when this whole thing started. Yeah, like, um, and it just makes sense. They need everything. Why not get a guy who's just a defensive star? Um, you can you know bring him in and immediately he's going to make an impact. So it makes sense to take Kyle Hamilton there. There's no way. Are you okay falls. with me going Jameson? Is that are you? Oh, oh, I I just wasn't expecting it. It yeah. messes me up later on in the draft, but we can talk about that when the time comes. Yeah. Um, I just don't think Jameson's he's too talented to fall outside of twelve. Yeah, uh, and I completely agree with that. I, it's just and every everything I've seen makes sense. I thought when you said that uh, you were going to go, some, I thought you were going to go like McDuffie. McDuffie, it's a possibility. Like, that was that I was do what think. I, expected. I do think if Jameson goes ten. I don't think the Vikings take Drake London at twelve. No, I think I they think go this, McDuffie. This or This mold Jermaine just Johnson. makes too much sense. Yeah, I think that could be Duffy or, or Jermaine Johnson. Yep. So, I but mean, then it's one hundred percent Kyle. If Hamilton. the Vikings are like a little over five hundred, <laughs> they get James Williams back. I mean, I know it's Kirk, but my God. Well, I mean, Kirk's like he's not sling it. a bad quarterback. He really isn't a bad quarterback. No. It's just like it sucks when you have a guy who like he's never going to be Cook, the James top. Williams, Justin but Patterson. I mean, it's just oh my God, it's just and Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen, yeah. Okay, so you take Kyle Hamilton at 13. Yeah, I think that's, that's I don't even think there's today. an explanation needed. All right, 14. Ravens. This is this board's aligning well. I'm glad our boards are aligning. I'm, I guess that's not too big of a surprise. But um, once again, I thought this was the most obvious pick. Um, Penning from Northern Iowa. The physical, nasty Baltimore. Throw you around. Be physical with you. No, I'm not doing it here. Oh, God. Thank the Lord. I'm not doing it here. Woo. I saw my life flash. The Ravens are going to go Jordan Davis. Here. Oh, thank the Lord you did that, too. That makes my life so much easier. The Ravens yeah, love Giant. I mean, him and Calais inside, they're going to wreak havoc. Jordan yeah. Davis is a Baltimore player through and through. He plays hard. He's physical. He's tenacious. He loves being nasty in there with Calais. They don't have to go left tackle with Ronnie Stanley's news being pretty good that he's probably going to play. The Ravens could go penning here. They could. Um, I'm not big on penning, but teams are. We'll get to that whenever we pick them. Yeah. Um, so Jordan Davis and God, the Eagles now, <laughs> if they don't make that trade, they I'm lost sure. Jamison and Jordan Davis. Yeah. Um and yeah, they're kinda of in a bind. I'm interested to see what you do here. So yeah. Jordan Davis, fourteen. I, I texted my uh, Eagles friend Byron and I was like, What do you want here? Like, what do you want? Thinking for the drafts and he goes shot at Jamison and, and, and Wyatt on the back end. If I thought if Jordan Davis falls to 15. They don't even think about it. They've made that pick with Fletcher Cox coming back only on a one-year deal. Yep. He's going to be gone, yep. and like we've seen with I think Wyatt's defense. got some concerns off the field as well. Yeah, and I think that was just like, hey, like you know, if if Wyatt would be a, a, the guy yeah, he would take yeah. at 18 possibly, mm-hmm. 
but with that's not my pick, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. But I think at 15, it was Jordan Davis or or Jamison Williams. Hopefully, with neither of those guys falling, um, I think the pick here is McDuffie because look, you you didn't get the top end d- defense interior defensive lineman. You didn't get one of the top three receivers. There's no reason to go like Sky Moore or Chris Olave here at 15. You're going to be able to get one of those guys at 18. Take take a cornerback who could possibly go in in between you because somebody in between before 18. Because I think if you didn't take him at 18 with how this board is falling, I think somebody's going to trade up to either 16 or 17 yeah. to grab McDuffie in front yeah, of he's you. He's clearly the third best. He's clearly the third best, and I think there's a fall off after him. I think that I think one after, or two more guys could go here in the first. But like, oh oh no no yeah they're going to go, but they're not going to go till after pick 24 at least 25 the earliest, and then you know like 28 through 32. I think we're going to see a, a late quarterback cornerback. And you run. said it. McDuffie could go 12th. McDuffie is really good. McDuffie is really good. He's, Washington's kind of DBU. Dude, and here's the thing. The only reason why McDuffie, and correct me if I'm wrong, but really the only reason why McDuffie has, it isn't like a top 10 pick is his size. Our, yeah, he, his, his, he blankets people. Yep. Absolutely blankets people. they got people. dogs at Washington. And, and this is the thing also at, with, if you draft McDuffie, guess what? He's not your wide receiver. He's not, I mean, he's not your cornerback one. You already have Darius Slay. He's, he's an unbelievable two. You have him at two. And that's pretty awesome. It's 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 so good. It's yeah. so good, and it sucks. It sucks, but you know, hey, you're in a division with the highest paid wide receiver room. You know, you've <laughs> got to make these picks to beat the competition. That's a reference to the Giants, everyone. So um, Trent McDuffie is a pick. And honestly, look, if you're an Eagles fan, I think that if that board fell like that and you didn't trade up, let's say, and you saw Jordan Davis come off at 14 and you already saw Jamison Williams go, you're really, really like, you're kidding me. Once you get the card in and you see the highlights come on about Trent McDuffie, you're like, okay, we're good. Reset did you think about Olave there? I did, but I just don't think he's worth it. And I think that he's going to, with how this board falls, I think you can either get it, get him at 18. And if you don't get him at 18, you know what? There's day two guys and you can move on. Also, like, I don't know. I, I'm not an Eagles fan, obviously. I really hate the Eagles. To say that, like, you drafted three receivers in a row in the first round is crazy to me and pretty stupid because that's just not a position you draft three years ago. I do think Jameson is a perfect pick for them, though. But I'm I'm saying, like, it gets to the point where if you do it and it's not a top three guy, don't do it with your... Yeah, no, don't okay. do it with your first pick in, yeah. the, in the in the first round. Do it with your second one because then you're like, hey, we had two there's first round picks and it was the later one, and there's more receivers. So I, yeah. I think McDuffie's a great pick here. I, I think there's three options you go with. Um, it's wide top three wide receiver, top defensive tackle, or McDuffie. So. Yep. Okay. Now we go to the Saints, sixteen. They have to take a tackle here. They might trade up for Cross. They might trade up for one of these guys. Mm-hmm. They could go receiver. They're kind of in that same spot. Um, if they're worried about like the Eagles taking someone. I don't think they can play that game. You have to take the first need, kind of like the Giants taking Neal at five and not, and then seeing what happens at seven. Um, they're going to get Trevor Penning. I don't like him. No, I hate him. I think he had, I think, what was it, like 12 holds in 15 games? Or no, 15 12, holds in 12 it was, games? It was 12 and 10 or something. It was, it was, he had more penalties. We all saw the video of him games. like being a bully, and we're like, yeah. And then you really saw it, and you're like, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah. Um, but the Saints need to tackle, and, you know, they develop guys, so... Yeah, and also um, I will say I I don't know a lot I I don't know how NFL teams feel about Trevor Penning. I think once you get out of the top three tackles, it's pretty like hit or miss. Don't be surprised if you see Tyler Smith or Bernard Raymond go here, because it's just I think at that point like Tyler Smith not pro ready, Bernard Raymond I think has only played football for two years. Is that him or is that the Minnesota guy? I forget. 
I think that might be the Minnesota. I'm confusing things. But uh, anyways, I think these guys are all people who can be developed into good starting def- our offensive tackles. Yep. So it's just pick of the litter. But Trevor Penning is going to go in the first round, and you might as well just put him here. Yep. All right, Chargers, interesting one here. Gosh, yeah. Um, let me go to my – let me go to what I have here. Oh, God. So this sucks. There's a couple different needs. Yeah. This sucks, though. So I have them – I'll say it. I have really my three things that I was like, let's go through this, these three. I guess. Order. Yeah. First thing I think they would have taken, go. Interior D-line. Positions, positions. Interior D-line. Uh-uh. Okay, go ahead then. I was going to say cornerback. Yeah. First – they or trade up for a tackle. Yeah, yeah, they could trade up. They could definitely trade up for a tackle. And and when you say trade up for a tackle, you could trade up to a pick like twelve. I think that'd be. I should have called. I should have called the phone. You should have called. Me. I didn't look deep enough. I didn't look deep enough. Um, I think you could have called called up to twelve. Get your guy. Um, because here's the thing about the Chargers. They're they have to be in win now mode. They have to be in win now mode. They just got Khalil Mack. Um, you know, don't be afraid to get. Yeah, don't be afraid to get. Like, out the edge. Stop. Just go get one guy. Yeah. Just go get your guy and move on. So I think this is. A, I think this is a tough spot. But I think now you might think this is crazy, Zach. But I think that, and I don't know if it is. If it if it's too crazy, just tell me to shut up and move on. I think that you go. Ah, I don't know though. Make your pick. You're the GM. I'm the GM. I'm thinking you what? either go for another tackle or it's. I, I, but I don't think you do that at this point. So I'm either thinking Wyatt or Olave. I mean, who are the receivers? I'm trying to think right now. I mean, I mean, we Williams, know. Allen, Palmer, and um, and I mean, Mike okay. Williams and and uh, I, I, I got 13. I I, don't, I can't think of it. Keenan Allen. Uh, I mean, those are like clearly one and two. But you know, do you trust Palmer enough to be a three? And you just want to be like Rene Herbert, all the weapons. You can get it, even got like a sky like Sky Moore, the Mac. They just developed things. Shout out Daniel Jeremiah for that one, or even the Arkansas guy, um, Traylon Burks. But you know, I this is when it gets hard. I'll go. I'll go Wyatt. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a good pick. I do. I think it's a good pick. I I I would. How many times have we talked about teams running all over the Chargers? Yeah. And it's just, I think it's hard because I really do think that they just be like, we're just going to give Herbert all the help. I, I should have traded up at 12. I should I didn't think about it. I should have done that. But we'll take Wyatt. What? Look out for that. If Jameson yeah. falls, if Tackle falls, look for the Chargers to move up. If they t- if they could also move up for Jameson Williams. They'd just be like, screw it. Yep. Look, Devontae Wyatt's a top a top 20 talent. So yeah. it's it's a good pick. Um, I was kind of holding my breath there. Because you wanted him at 18. I wanted Lave at 18. You wanted Lave at 18. Who the Saints want also at 19. Um. Or I'm sure they'd be thinking about him. I, look, the Eagles are going to take a receiver. I know what you just said. They're going to. So I'm, I'm taking them. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that's my, that's my pick. I'm sorry. Okay. That was definitely your pick at 19, was it? No, okay. I have a dumb pick at 19. I think you're going to hate it. Uh, with, you're the Saints again right here? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be Kenny Pickett, I think. I think – and here's the thing. I think if this I, – I No, I'm not I'm – not, I'm okay. I, no, I know because you're probably screwing you up later. I think here's the thing with no. uh, you wanted him at 20. Did you want him at 20? No. We'll get to it. Okay. Uh, I think here's the thing. Kenny Pickett, you know, you're the Saints. You just lost Sean Payton. You don't really have a quarterback right now. But you have you have enough to be like he doesn't have to come in and make the plays right now. If you want to worry about hands, he's in a dome. Um, you know you're gonna have you're gonna have weapons around him, uh, assuming Slant Boy can get healthy. I'm actually okay with it. And if Alvin Kamara can 
not have legal trouble. Um, you know, I, I think this is a good spot, especially with two first-round picks. I think it's a good spot to take your quarterback. And especially if Olave's off the board, you could go receiver here and try to build around famous Jameis. You could. But I think in a draft where, especially with 19, you can take Kenny Pickett. And honestly, if you don't like him, you guys do bad next year, you can take a quarterback next year and, and just move off of him. I think this is a low-risk, high-reward uh, might as well see if you can get a guy right now yeah. and and move on. I'm so. okay with that. Makes sense. Makes sense. You're up again. Oh my god, I am up. Again. Washington move back to twenty. Mm-hmm. I am up again, aren't I? What do I even? I don't even know. Oh, okay. I kind I kind of have a name for you, but uh, I ooh, mm. I have I have. Two guys that I like, but I might I don't know. If, mm. Let me say these. Let me say these two names, and you tell me if it's one of the names okay. for you. Because I'm either thinking you. Either I'm gonna have you say both first. I'm gonna say yeah. yes after it. I'm either thinking Karloftis or Lloyd, possibly. Get defensive help. They need linebackers. That that wasn't one of mine. Okay, I don't know if you're thinking. Are you thinking interior linemen then? No, I was thinking like a Dax Hill. Nickel safety corner. Yeah, that might be early. It might be. I, I think Daxon. I had Daxon Hill. I have him l- later in the draft to a couple of guys. Uh, they could do anything here. So, dude, I think you know what? I'm gonna do it. I think I think they're gonna. T- I think Devin Lloyd is a possibility. Do you think that's too early? I don't think that's. Too, it's a linebacker. I always feel weird drafting linebacker. Does Washington need a linebacker? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's you, you have the Pats next. I ever, they've been linked to God, him a lot. I, have, mm, I didn't even realize I had the Pats next. God, this trade is messing with my mind. I didn't do well with these. Uh, you know what? No, I, yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Devin Lloyd here, and guess what I'm gonna do next? I'm gonna take George Karloftis to New England. To New England. Wow. Okay. Whew. Dude, is it, now you're making me feel feel? No, bad. I didn't see it coming. It's all good. Okay. I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I'm, I'm just thinking about what I'm going to do. No, you're good. Don't okay. stop this game. That's not what we're doing here. Okay. So you took Devin Lloyd to Washington. Washington gets their linebacker. Yeah. And then I think they need, I mean, with, uh, I, I mean, it's just defense. I don't know. Like, the Patriots are always weird in the draft. I feel like they always draft guys who we wouldn't expect. Yeah, I'm good with that. So I think. They traded Vunovich, I think. They let Hightower But they could gone. also, I didn't even, this is the name. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 you're I, good. I don't have my Excel document, document open anymore. This could be. This could be Devin Lloyd, though. Or Dax Hill. I'm all over the place. Did you just, just say I that? Just Trust you. Go to your board. I did. I did. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. I, this this trade really messed with me. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to do George Carl off this. I don't, I'm not going to do that. I'm okay. going to do, do Hill. I'm gonna do Dax okay. Dax Hill? Yeah, I'm going to do Dax Hill. Did you have him down for them? Yeah, I did. I had safety. I think it's a great fit. Okay. God, they need, I, they need they need a, a do it all defensive back. I, I you know what I also don't like Zach. I <laughs> I do not do well when I have three picks in a row because I like being able to prepare for myself to talk next. That was really hard on my brain. You panicked. That was really hard on my brain. I'm okay with what you did there, though. You came out you came out strong. I did. I panicked. I got, this is why I'm you know this is probably why I'm not in the big in the. In That's the okay. Program. Well. You, no one has three picks in a row. Yeah. So, you're good. Um, okay. So, you, let's just recap. 19 Saints, Kenny Pickett. A lot that there. one I liked. That one That's I a good liked. pick. That could definitely... Yeah. 20, Washington goes Devin Lloyd. Look, at that point, you're going best available pretty much because you have yeah. a ton of needs because you traded back. Uh, then 21, think this is a great fit. Daxon Hill. Thank you. Thank right you. Right there. That, okay. Now, 
Now you worry about the Packers via Las Vegas Raiders. Yep. And I'll I'll reset. Let's reset. I'll reset. All right, Green Bay. Every, what's everyone saying? Receiver, receiver, receiver. Right? That's what we got to do. So guess what we're going to take, Justin? What are we going to take? Jermaine Johnson, Jr. Defensive end. Yeah. Florida that's... State. I mean, this could happen. This guy could easily fall for, to 22. Dude, that's the player I completely forgot. <laughs> yeah, but, like, where would you really put him? I mean, you could. Anyway. He kind of falls off. He does. I think you could. I think he could. Like, this go, guy could go. By the way, he could go nine. He could go three I mean, or four. Eight. I think eight is the first pick, personally. But Okay. Unless, I mean, yeah, unless somebody else on the board, but yeah. I, I completely I, forgot about him. I think the Packers need edge rush, yeah. or something. They, need, they need it badly. Lost um, Zadarius. And I just think at 22, with a couple receivers still on the board, that they can feel comfortable taking this guy and then finding a receiver uh, mm-hmm. with their next pick. Or somewhere else. So, Jermaine Johnson, freak out of Florida State, sack machine. He's going 22 to the Green Bay Packers. That's a good pick. Um, 23 then. Uh, Arizona. Arizona. They, they could do a lot here. They could do a lot. Um, I think I have really one pick that I've been seeing a lot of and I, and I like. And I think that's going to be the first interior offensive lineman taken off the board. I think that, that you see... Zion Johnson, Zion Johnson go here. Wow. Okay. Um, guard, look, they uh, Kyler Murray's running for his life right now. Um, you can get really, really high end interior offensive line help this deep in the draft. If they don't go there, I mean, they're going to go defense. I mean, it, it, unless they want to go, I think they're going to go defense here unless they want to take a guy like Traylon Burks who they really like. But um, I think that you just say, hey, Let's get let's show up our offensive line so that Kyler Murray's not running for his gosh darn life all the time. And and take Zion Johnson. So Oh my god. Okay. Did you have Zion Johnson to the Cowboys? No. They could take him, they could take Kenyon Green. I'm really between All right, Cowboys at twenty four. This draft is. Imp- I, I'm looking at my Excel. That I went nuts just right. I mean, I have I have two needs, two main needs for the Cowboys: defensive end and receiver, and the two guys I had for them are still on the board. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Um. I just think I think I'm thinking I gotta think Jerry Jones, and I think Jerry Jones is gonna want a receiver. I just think that's him, Gosh. more of a splash. I, I, mean, I have Karloftis or Burks. I'm gonna go. Tra- I'm gonna go Burks. Yeah. Does that, does that completely screw us? No, no. I think that that's a good pick. I, it's just weird because like I kind of stopped to pay. I kind of stopped paying attention to these receivers after the top three because I think they're so. I think. Sky Moore, Traylon Burks, Look, and Jahan and, Dotson, all of them could be wide receiver four. And then George Pickens is just, I mean, yeah, he's, he's just got issues. George Pickens as well. I just so. think Traylon Burks, Arkansas guy, by the way, Jerry Jones, Arkansas deep guy. Arkansas roots yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And they need a receiver. He's kind of that physical do-it-all. You've heard the Debo type. Jerry watched Debo go into Jerry's world, do what he did. I, I just think it's more of a splash than Carl Loftus. I don't like Carl Loftus following this late, but it could happen. So Traylon Burks to the Dallas Cowboys. Um... I think that's what, yeah. I think that's what we're what we're gonna go with. Yeah. Um, so now the Bills are on the clock, and the Bills. This is just—it's another one of those picks that. Hello. 
Brandon Bean. How you doing, brother? I mean, how? This is uh, Brian Guntz with the Green Bay Packers. Hey, how are you? How are you doing without Joe? Oh, I mean, look. Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough in the <laughs> war room. Just set you up uh, I mean, Dave will Dave will leave in. I mean, we just we don't know what we're doing on offense. Yeah, that's right. Josh look, Allen just looks. Like God, grateful you called. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen was he's apparently he's colorblind. Yeah. Didn't even he doesn't even know where he's throwing to right now. Well, it's, we're a mess here in Buffalo. Look, we want to go and make sure that we get our receiver. Okay. Um, you guys are set, man. I. I think you're going to go running back. I don't know what you're going to do with the Bills, but your roster is so deep, man. You guys are so good. How about you just move back to 28? We come up to 25. We throw you a fifth rounder. Yeah, that's fine. You no, can... I mean, that makes sense because they – I mean, the, what I have for the Bills, I have, I have so many names that I might as well just move back and see if any of those can take it off the board. Now yeah. I have to do three picks in a row, but I'm going to be mentally prepared for it. Yeah, I'm giving you a second to look at it real quick. Yeah, no, it makes is, sense. Is a fifth okay? I mean, I, I don't think a fourth is really – I think that's a lot. For three I think, picks late in the first. I think a fifth works this this year. I think a fifth works this year. Yeah. Let's let's see if uh, they agree. Mm-hmm. Trade mm-hmm. with Green Bay. What pick are you thinking here? Wow, I have absolutely no idea what these numbers are. Oh, you mean the actual pick number first? So I, I did. I mean, uh, I'm thinking 132. Oh, I did 228. Worked so. Oh, let's do 171 then. All right, that works. That works for me, brother. All right, Packers are on the clock. Who are you thinking? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I just know they need to get ahead of the. They need to make sure they're ahead of the Chiefs and the Titans. Um. I just, I just want. I think they need to be in control of who this pick is. Yeah. There, there's three names. I really wanted Traylon Burns, but I, I picked it myself. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Sky Moore. I'm thinking Christian Watson and Jahan Dotson. That's Christian Watson was a name I wasn't expecting. I have one name that I really like here. Was it one of the three I mentioned? Yeah. Is it Sky Moore? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do love Mac people though. You think Dotson's the answer here? I, I, don't, I just, I have a soft spot for Dotson for some reason. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I just do. Sky Moore could be great. I just I just really like Dotson. I don't know why. Um, I think that. I mean, it's just what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Aaron I, I don't want to think of a Devonte Adams replacement. You know, it's just stupid. I mean, none of these guys are Devonte Adams like size wise. Dude, I think I think Dotson's great. I think he's a burner. I love Dotson. He's yeah. an absolute burner. I just think I, I kind of think Christian Watson might be the pick. Then then yeah, then do it. Do it. Did you talk to our Packers insider? Did he have a name? Um, I think it was Burks. Oh, boy. Well, he is not going to be happy when he hears about this. I should have just seen Karloff just the Cowboys knowing I was going to do this trade with you. I don't I don't really know what I was thinking. Um, and all of a sudden, the other guy has his brain in a pretzel. I'm going to go Christian Watson. I'm just, I, think, I think Rodgers is cocky enough. He's going to take the risk with the FCS kid. That's Big, just, talented, fast, and make it work. Huge. Yep. All right, that works. You're back on it, brother. I think I'm there's sorry, a pick Packers here. Fans. I think there's two picks here that make sense. We're, okay. Now I'm rattled. All right. Twenty six. Twenty six. I have. Um, okay. Tennessee Titans. The very simple pick, Justin. 
yeah. is Kenyon Green. Yeah, very simple. It's like Kenyon Green's the pick Tennessee. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think the I, Titans well, are. Gonna t- I think the Titans are going to take quarterback. Oh, I I had another pick in mind that I thought they could go receiver twenty five. No, it wasn't even that. Okay, I I but look, I'll take Kenyon Green. I'll do it. Kind of screws me for the next pick, but you know what? Screw it. That I'm. Gonna, this is my draft. It is your draft. What have I been? I've been calling. I've been calling Desmond Ritter a poor man's Ryan Tannehill since this thing started. I have that in Texas people. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill has a $38 million cap hit this year. After next year, it's voidable. Desmond Ritter can come and do exactly what he does. Tannehill turns 34. They can restart, basically. Ritter sits out for a year, see how it goes. They can void Tannehill's contract. Otherwise, he's got a $34 million cap hit next year. Tannehill's costing them a ton. I, I really wanted Kenny Pickett here. That's why I did it. But the more I thought about it, when you made that pick, I got upset. Desmond Ritter fits because I, I think he's Ryan Tannehill. Um yeah, and I think for him, too, it's nice to have right. a team that's run heavy. I'm doing it. Titans. Desmond Ritter. Ha. That could be the one that makes this podcast great. We have a couple in here. Gosh, I'm doing that. That Eagles trade goes through. Watch out. Uh-oh. All right, so now 27 is the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. this is perfect. Yeah, Kenny Green. Oh, you already made it. Well, well I mean, I just... I'm, did like, you, yeah. Did you think that's who I was going to take? Is that who you're taking? Is that... Yeah. Yeah, that's okay, great. I thought... And then now you have the Bills at 28. Bills at 28. Um, I personally, I guess there's two things you could do here. I mean, yeah, there's a couple things I could do here. I think that they could go Brees Hall. Yeah. Uh, running back in the first round. Or, see, here's the thing. I think I will say, so when I was at 25, I thought there was a couple things I could do was – I, I wouldn't have been surprised if they went interior offensive line um, with with Kenyon Green, if, especially after Zion Johnson wasn't there. Um, I think if one of those two guys are there, I wouldn't be surprised if they stayed at 25 and took one of them. But they could take a wide receiver. Do you need to take a wide receiver? If you really love one of these guys, sure, but you don't that's, You don't need it. I think if they took anybody, uh, it'd probably be a guy like Sky Moore, where it's just kind of like shifty and quick all. and do it all. Um but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go running back here. I'm I love go, it. I think yeah. that's. I think that's it. That's kind of why I did the trade. I thought, Mac. I didn't mean to say it when I even made it, but I think they need a running back. Man, they can't keep running Allen forever. And yeah. Brees Hall kind of does it all. And Brees Hall really good in the passing game. Yep. And look, dude, I just there's gonna be a running back that goes in the first round. That's just like, it, it just happens. Yeah, it does. But it's different when it's the 28th pick versus right. the second. Pick. Right. Okay, so. so now you have all right. This is see. This is where it gets fun because I mean, now we we both have the same. We both have the same team back to back. Yep. Um, what were your needs for the Chiefs? I have two. Wide receiver. Okay, that was one of mine. And I mean, it's it's on the defensive side. I'd probably go corner. Okay, that that's the other one too. I defensive end or corner. So yeah, just, that's the thing. Well, I was gonna say defensive end. I, I'm trying to decide. I mean, let's talk this one out together. We have both. So we can basically just go back to back. We don't need it. Doesn't matter the order. Okay. Do you think that they that they say screw the cornerback right now, where you can get a guy like I do? And do you think they go George Karloftis? I think they do. Okay. I think they'd be very happy to see him there. I have like the Boye Mafias and the Penn State guy as like the project defensive ends. Yeah. I think Karloftis is plug and play. Yeah. I, um, I think that's a great first pick. Or second. I agree. And I will say though, here's one thing: don't be surprised if the Chiefs move up though. 
I, I couldn't find I a spot for them. That's my issue too. Yeah. But I I mean, if the Eagles don't like their spot at eighteen, like dude, they'll go all, they'll go big. They if do the Saints want to trade back yeah. at sixteen, if the if the Chargers don't like their options at seventeen, they're like you know what, just grab some picks on the back end. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved up. They they have so many picks they don't need to. If they go, if they go back to back twenty nine thirty. Don't be surprised if they just start packaging picks together on day two to move up to get guys. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I think they go George Karloftis. Karloftis is not falling out the first round. No, no, he's not. And it's that's the thing about this draft though is like I have names where I'm like they have to get drafted here, and you're like they fall out of your your pick range, and you're like, oh wait a minute, like that doesn't make sense. Like why did they fall this far? And they look back, and you're like, okay, like Jermaine Johnson also fell to twenty two. I didn't, even, I, I didn't even think about him though from twelve to twenty. Yeah, I forgot. I literally forgot about him. That, and George Karloff was on my, back of my mind, and that's why I kind of try to throw him in there at twenty one. But it really didn't make sense. I think twenty three. If Zion Johnson's not there, I think at twenty three the the Cardinals could take him. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just I think you go. I think you go with the yep. edge rusher right now. All right. Which receiver? To me, to me, it's two guys. Let me hear him. I think it's Dotson or Pickens. Yeah, I think, I think I would personally, I think you would go Pickens, right? Maybe I don't know. Makes me sad. Because the thing about Pickens is, um, I love Dotson. The thing about Pickens though is like, I mean, that guy. If so he sad. was he was supposed to be a top five pick. Yeah, look, if there's and one thing the Chiefs don't care about, it's drafting 30. guys with character issues. No. I, I, I agree. I'm and sad. also, it's different for a guy to go to Kansas City under Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes versus him to go to, like, I don't even want to say the name of the, the team, yeah. where it's you're, like it's Kansas City, right? Like So, you know, we'll yep. take that risk. Yep. I like that pick. Yep, whatever. Um, okay, 31, Bengals. Yeah, so I... I texted my Bengals buddy. We all know him by now, Brandon Luthman. People forget they made it to the Super Bowl. You could never take that away from him. Uh, and I he said, like, hey, what do you want? Uh, he always keeps the receipts. And he goes, best player available is cliche, but that's kind of where I'm at because there's so many guys. Um, he really thinks his favorite target is if he stays at 31 is either Alam or Booth, the corners. Uh, I think that's their biggest need because guess who their cornerback two is right now, Zach? It's a, it's a trash can. The guy who won the Chiefs game. It's a trash can. Um, but pass rush is also their uh, dream scenario. They can trade down and kind of gra- grab some guys in the second. Um, but a blue chip guy is Linderbaum if he falls down too, and they're, they, he thinks they can go that way. And that's where I, that's the tough part. I we said earlier. I think there's a lot of cornerbacks that can go late in the draft. Um, guess what? We haven't taken yet a cornerback. Besides after after McDuffie, but Linderbaum is available. But here's the thing. They spent so much money in the offseason fixing up that offensive line for Joe. They have a guy that they can slide into center um, and kind of and, and be fine with. So do they want to take a risk and put a rookie there? I don't know. And it's it sucks because I think I think Linderbaum goes in the first round. But I don't I just don't know. I don't know if he will. So I think I think because of just the glaring need at cornerback, and and we all know, I absolutely despise Eli Apple, mm-hmm. and I think we have to find his replacement. Okay. So, I mean, I think it's 
it's two people that you can either go here, you can either go with Alam or Booth. It's they're interchangeable at this point. Uh, I'll just go. Mm, I don't know, man. Uh, do you have a guy you like more? I have a guy I hate. Which guy do you hate? Booth. I was gonna go Alam, so I like that you said that. I don't think a guy with two hip surgeries is going to the yeah. first round. I also just say I don't. Kyler Gordon could like go here as well. That they say he has the best feet in the draft class. Which oh my god! I, there we go. But guess what team said it to me, Zach? The Bengals. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I like so Elon I'll go too. With Elon, though. Elon, whatever it is. Yeah, I like that. You have Elon. Um. All right. The Lions. This is going to be one of three things. They're going to take Sam Howell. They're going to take Matt Corral, or the Seahawks are going to come up from forty and forty-one and come up to thirty-two and take a quarterback here. That, did I say that Luthman sent me that for 31 as well? I said that, right? No. Oh, Luthman sent – Seattle coming up. Back with Seattle coming up for a quarterback. Okay. So that's – I'm going to get that out there. I, I will say between 31 and 32, somebody is trading up for a quarterback. So I'm just going to take one here. Because – but I, I'm just saying it because it's going to be like Lamar Jackson where if you're a team and you're like, I want to draft a quarterback and you know you can get them at 31 or 32 – that you're doing it because you get another year on the rookie deal. You 100% do that. If you're going to try and draft a guy in a second round, you're going to trade up in the second round to get him, you're going to slide up to 31 or 32 to give you that year buffer. So I, it's going to happen. The question is who? I'm going to make my own trade. Yeah, no, do it. I mean, it's 32, so whoever you think is going to trade up. I, I think Seattle wants Corral. And I think the Lions can wait for Hal. Because I heard they like him. So I'm trying to look at what's fair. So the Lions, Seahawks get pick 32, Detroit gets 40, and then we'll give them, are you looking at it too? Yeah, I'm trying to, well, I'm trying to find the dang thing. There we go. So 42, wait, that's the Colts. 40 and 32. There we go. 40 and like 32. I don't Do you know have to give 41? Is it just 40 and 41? That seems like a lot. I mean, the difference is, though, like, here's the thing. Like, if you're trading up nine picks or eight picks in the first round, I thought like, 40 had to give, 72 or the okay. thing, what was the trade? How much did they have to trade for to trade up for Lamar? Even how much did the Giants have to trade up for to get back in, at 31 two years ago? What was that trade? I mean, let's look. I mean, it's the last pick, so we can mess around here. Yeah. Lamar Jackson draft trade. The Ravens traded. God, yeah, that was a word. If you find it before me, let me know. Sounds good. It's complicated. Why can I not? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the. I'm trying to get the Giants. Draft. The Ravens gave up two second round picks, one in 2018, one in 2019. So my question is: You Wait, just no, trade Eagles- 40 and 41. Wait, is this the right thing? I can't find it. Good podcasting. <laughs> After passing, the Ravens decided to make a deal with the Eagles for the second overpick. So they, the Ravens had to send 52, 125, and a 29 second. Right? Okay, so they okay, so you have to spend a little bit. All how right, so let's do this, Justin. How much should we trade for? I'm trying to figure out how much we right. trade for for DeAndre Baker. I can't find it. Well, it's different for a corner. Um. That's true. I'm going to give them 40. I'm going to give them 109, and I'm going to give them a second rounder next year. Because they have two. Yep. That's fair. 
Offer trade. Wait, trade not accepted. Uh oh, who didn't accept it? Uh, I don't know. You can always force the trade. We don't have to worry about trying to make this exact. I really don't care. The sixth. I just Anyways, all right. Seattle up to thirty-two. They take Matt Corral. That's the draft. Yeah, and I think, like I said, I really think thirty-one or thirty-two. We're going to see somebody trade up. Um, people who are still on the board. That are interesting. Tyler Lindenbaum is still on the board. Nicobe Dean is still on the board. Yeah, I, I want to still on the so board. Bad, Tyler yeah. Smith is still on the board. Um, but there's a lot of those are like kind of like the big names. But there's so many players that could go. David Ajabo is still on the board. So, oh, Jabo, I thought about with the Chiefs if Carl Loftus wasn't yeah. there. Yeah, it's just going to be. I mean, it's a hard draft. It, I mean, it, you could kind of tell by our, us talking when it got difficult, and it was literally like. Pick nine, ten, really, is one. But uh, it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be an exciting one. And Zach, any, I know we have a couple of things. I know it's some mock drafts. It's been a long episode, but people care to listen to it. Um, two things from you. What do you want from the Colts of anything specific? And also, any, I know you've been, you played some draft bets. Anything that you like uh, that you think the people, if they're wanting to place any wagers on the draft, what they could do? Yep, Colts gonna keep it very simple. Forty two is a receiver or bust. I'll be very upset if it's not. That'd be a. This is a great draft fund unless people start trading up for him. So. The three guys I want are Pickens, Dotson, and Pierce. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and Sky Moore. There's four of them. I'll yeah. take four of them. Uh, draft bets I love. I kind of got them early because I'm a sharp like that. I had Walker at plus money. Hopefully that works out. Uh, McDuffie at under seventeen and a half, or I think he was eighteen and a half. I think it got McDuffie at 18 and a half. I mean, I just love that. that the under? Under. Oh, that's pure. I, yeah, I put a lot on that. Soft Gardner, under five and a half, I love. I would do Stingley top 10 now. I'm very comfortable with that. Um, yeah, those, those are my, my big three. Stingley top 10, Gardner under five and a half, McDuffie under, I guess three corners. Go early on corners. Yeah, That's no, fine. I agree. And I will say, like, for the Giants' perspective, it's like I want to tackle at five, and I pray that one of the corners falls to seven. Yep. So one of the corners, the two, McDuffie. If, if, and if we don't get that, it, it'd be trade back. I, I, would, I would not be surprised if the Giants trade back at seven or five, depending on how the four falls. Yeah, great draft, though. That was fun, Justin. Always um, a pleasure. We're going to be wrong, but it's always fun doing it. Gosh, I kind of want to do another one just because I want to change up some of these things. It's a good draft. It's great picks. It's always oh, fun. We'll see if we can get, you know. You can get like six or seven dead on. That's a good feeling. So, um, good luck to everyone in the draft. It's well, a time of hope. Yeah, and I was gonna I was gonna talk more on that. Oh, go ahead. Well, I just want to say uh, to the listeners out there who are like me, where you know we're not fighting for a playoff spot next year. We're not fighting for a division next year. Um, this is where the true fans are found. Uh, these are this is this is where we thrive. Um, in the dark, we are made, and in the light, we will shine. Right now, we are in the dark. Uh, we'll let our we'll let our brethren in the light have their time and shine. Don't be envious of them. Uh, remember who you are. Stay true to this. These names they mean something. These are to be the guys that you see carrying the Lombardi Trophy for you one day. Believe in that, uh, and it, it will happen. Uh, I've been I've been on the mountaintop before, and, and I want to get back in. And I think five and seven are going to do that, and, and think that same thing about your picks because these 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 guys mean something to your team and to you. Yep. And you're going to be emotional about the pick either way. Just remember, after like 10 minutes there, take a step back, realize they're getting paid to do their jobs, and trust it until you can't anymore. And I have been in that spot where I can't anymore, and it's not a fun spot. So if you have to be in that spot, 
my prayers are to you. Watch draft day tomorrow. Burke, take us out. Now, y'all look money hungry, and that's good. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil, doesn't fucking have it. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. Hi, everyone. I go by Burke. You don't really want to see how this works. I could pick and poke all these words. Fuck the yard. I'll stop the curve. They stay distracted. I'll stay focused. It'll take time till they start to notice I'm soft-spoken, but I got a voice. I don't really want to sound too annoyed, but these new guys hopped on the scene with a mouthful of ice and a cup of lean. All pissed off and they act mean. Instead of rap, they just want to sing. Well, actually, something in between is mumbling, stumbling on a beam. The real talent's in the production team. In the back of the booth, they don't touch the green. Give me the cut. Give me the band. Now you know what's up and you understand That behind the microphone's actually a man That touches it up with a talented hand Executes everything that they had planned Make it sound old school, kick the can Anything else that you demand? Fuck it, let's run it all back again I don't know how much more I can take I think I'm starting to wear down Give me a while I could tear down Everyone look at me scared now I don't want any more activists Activists all have been acting fake Why does this feel like a Kit Kat? Somebody give me a fucking break Let me talk shit, let me talk shit I sound so obnoxious Full steam ahead, can't stop this Coming from the view of docs, bitch I ain't been playing, I'm saying the truth The money gets moved like it's in Duluth I sound like a shape that's recently been But I'm bent out of shape with my fucking percent Used to count others, but now I count mine Mac told me find a feminine, that's divine My dad said, honey, don't worry about the money Only loving me for what's inside my mind Spit sick shit to the day I'm old Never catch me doing what I'm told Fuck bronze, silver, let's get gold Sign this line and sell my soul I don't wanna sell my soul Do what I'm told Well, boring and old Nah I just wanna live my life, make sure it's right and have a hell of a night, yeah. I don't know how much more I can take, I think I'm starting to wear down. Give me a while I could tear down, everyone look at me scared now. I don't want any more activists, activists all have been acting fake. Why does this feel like a Kit Kat? Somebody give me a fucking break.